Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The New Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore, and sitting next to me is... Your co-host for right now. For right now! <laughs> just in the present. Just, just in this moment. Better get me now. Chris Weir! Yeah, I didn't say my name. You know, I got you, though. Okay, thank you. See, I had you on the backup. There was no there was no doubt I wasn't yeah, going to say right. it. I was like 50-50 if you were going to say it and keep it hanging and see how long we were going to keep that going. That's but. why I'm the co-host for just right now. <laughs> just this moment, just this instance for what's happening in Cincinnati Reds baseball. Uh, we just finished up watching the Reds lose 3-2. to two. Mm-hmm. Which was heartbreaking. Very unfortunate. Lost in a dinger. Sims came in and one pitch, and that's all it took. That's it. Just one pitch, and it was Jorge Soler doing what Jorge Soler does. And um, it sucked. It was a bummer. It was, it was tough to see the Reds lose, but that really helped my fantasy team. Oh, yeah? yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So that's the only good thing I'm getting out of this is that... Um, I got, I got, I got, I'm up a homer on our uh, Seattle correspondent, Jake. So that's all that matters. Fuck you, Jake. Yeah, suck it. Suck it, Jake. Eat a dick. <sighs> How was your week? Uh, it was good. I uh, had a couple interesting shows, one at a, a wine bar in Illinois. So that's uh, where wine, good, great wine comes from Illinois. Only the best. Uh, from Illinois. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was uh, a fun one with our friend Johnny Holmes. Oh, Johnness. Oh, Johnness yeah. Holmes. What was their What was their house white? Old style? <laughs> yeah, it was just a couple white claws that they left <laughs> bake in the sun. <laughs> they mixed white claw with uh, some Mountain Dew. <laughs> that was their house yeller. House yeller. God, they're just like, oh, we got a bunch of raisins and some uh, some uh, some vinegar. I think that's wine. Yeah, there you go. That's wine. Or is it rubbing alcohol? Uh, it doesn't matter. No, I stayed away from it. I just went for the for Coors Light. There you go. Couldn't mess it up. That's right. Silver bullet, baby. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but uh, weekend was fine. What about yours? Mm. It was good. Went to the Reds game Friday mm-hmm. and uh, watch Ashcraft be in a game for a little too long that cost the Reds. Uh, then Saturday, I was at High Green Brewing in that dunk tank. Ooh, dang. Yeah, that's right, because John yeah. did that, too. Yeah, John. How was it? You get dunked? Dude, I got dunked. I got dunked a lot. Uh, my mom and dad came. My dad got me on his, like, fourth throw. Mm. My mom just ran up and pushed it and knocked me in. She got to happen. Yeah, she gave birth to me. I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll let it slide. Ooh, she did. Oh, she, oh. Right out that birth canal. Uh, hey <laughs> The old Devor Canal. <laughs> Much cleaner than the Suez. Um, I don't know that. Maybe. Who cares? Don't insult the Suez. <laughs> don't insult Nance. Uh, but it was... Uh, uh, it was good. There were some kids that came up and just kept chucking and doing a pretty good job. I was like 10 minutes from being done, and I got a little cocky. I might have mm-hmm. had three beers quickly while I was in there because I okay. lost track of time, and I was just like, ah! That'll happen in, in the dunk tank, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I had my watch off. I didn't have my phone. At one point, I had to be like, babe, vape. She, <laughs> she'd just blow it in there. She'd walk over and put it in my mouth like it was an adult binky. Yeah. <laughs> Take a big hit, babe. And I'm like, vape, 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 vape. And, uh, and I, there's like a step. Oh, well, that lady is hammered walking right behind the camera. Oh, she, man, I missed it. Man. I kind of saw the tail end of that hair. Woo, she was Harrison's finest. Oh, man, she came right out of the 80s. Oh, yeah, she did. That Aquanet just expanded. Oh, somebody with the clipboard pointing at her? Yeah, like, Oh, maybe. Maybe. It's like, wait, I can't just stand right here right now? Oh, that might be her friend. She might do a tumble over those seats. 
Get it, girl. Little bushlight tumble. Because it's 3 2 1 Tuesday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, she's that, waddling. Oh, yeah. that is a sister for sure. Oh, she's going back the other way. Oh, what? Did I leave my purse over here? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my me. Oh, my me. Jeez. I'm just trying to get so close to Chris Welsh, I could smell it. Mm -hmm. uh, that orange was an unfortunate color on her. She just looked like a construction barrel was a moving behind her. <laughs> um, but I was, I was confident, and I was there's like a step, and then you need to get back up. You get on this other step to sit on the part of the tank. Mm -hmm. When I put my foot up, it slipped, and I just cut the shit out of my hand. Oh! Just, yeah, little dunk tank accident. Oh, I'm sure that water was fine. You don't need a tetanus no, shot. No, especially that. after going after going after John Holmes. <laughs> they clean those tanks regularly. <laughs> they yeah. update them all the time. I'm sure. Oh, constantly. Yeah, we weren't just. Uh, the good thing was is when I got, kept getting dunked, I knocked about half the water out. Okay, that's nice. <laughs> so then put the, the the hose back in, and then Phil Pointer went up and knocked the other half out. And then when Holmes went up, they filled it with gravy. <laughs> He ate half of it out. Yeah. Holmes went in with biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? It's like, watch. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> I tipped the guy 20 bucks who's working this dunking thing. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, Seamer was there. And then, um, and then our headliner was sweet, sweet baby boy Alex Schubert who's been on the pod. Oh, baby. He was so excited. He pulls mm -hmm. me aside and he goes, I just want to let you know, the past two days, I have been writing jokes for this. <laughs> I'm like, it's a dunk tank. He brought a prop. Oh, what'd he do? He brought a magazine to sit and be like, oh, you can't be. God, I hope someone threw the ball right at his face. Oh, man, my dad did. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Well, there was like a little fence so you couldn't get drilled. I was going to say, it'd be nice if they had like the drop down where it's like for someone that you really want to be in the face. <laughs> you can just lower down that gate say like, hey, for 50 bucks, you chuck one ball. You <laughs> chuck her right at right yeah. the dome. What do you got? <laughs> it's for the kids. Put <laughs> a blindfold on yeah. and one big andouille sausage. <laughs> like, chuck that softball at me. <laughs> chuck it this me. is for charity. <laughs> I uh yeah and then uh we re raised like three hundred and seventeen dollars for um Silverton Elementary School. Nice. Yeah, so we bought one kid an iPad. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so we paid for the hour we rented the the, the dump dump tank. tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you take cash after? And they were like, Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> this is all money laundering. Yeah, it doesn't all, matter. Yeah, 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 it's fine. <laughs> Um, so that was fun, and then Sunday, bopped around, watched the Reds game, and it was good. It was good. It was a good weekend. And then I saw next weekend, it is the Inland Seafood Festival. Oh, yeah? What's happening there, huh? It's uh, down where Geta Fest was. Okay. And it's all seafood. All right. From, I don't know if they catch it from the Ohio River. That's the thing. It's like, where's it coming from? Yeah. Because even when they do, like, uh, Taste of Cincinnati, you just see, like, oh, this is Applebee's. <laughs> this is how Charlie's rented a booth. This is a Budweiser booth. It's some of the silliest things. Mm. Weavy? That's a Cincy shirt. Oh, he's wearing his Alexis Diaz shirt. Oh, yeah? That's awesome. That rules. We're in the clutch. Oh, you're blocked by the bar. I'm blocked by the bar. They always get me. What a bummer. Damn, that's a bummer. Oh, well. Someone got it. Hopefully someone got it. Somebody get a Pretty screenshot cool. of that Luke, Luke Weaver shirt. That Luke Weaver interview. <laughs> that hot, steamy Luke Weaver <laughs> press conference. Just a shot of him in his uniform to start off the game. I can't remember what they look like. Oh, God. That small boy, man boy, who shouldn't be in this rotation. But never mind. So, yeah. Um, I would, so, I would assume that it's just they get a bunch of frozen seafood from mm. across the country, get a giant box truck, and let it sit for three days and dethaw. Yeah, probably, because they set that up the night before. Yeah. It's not, they don't have fridges there or anything. It's just like they set it up. I've worked those events before. Yeah. If you really want to have a good time, like one of those fests, go down the night before it's open and raid the shit out of all the merch. Because they, they don't, well, I shouldn't be saying that. If you need a free shirt, they don't lock tents. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're just going to leave it out. You're just going to get a sticky t-shirt. Yeah. It's like, how'd you get that before we open? Uh, nice scallops. <laughs> How'd you get that before we opened? Great planning. Yeah. <laughs> I really needed to save 25 bucks. I knew a guy. I knew a guy. I knew Long John. <laughs> oh, man. Have you met my friend here? Mr. D. Sorry, not Mr. D. Captain D. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a pool. 
Oh, I just got sweaty thinking about that Inland Seafood Fest. Oh, yeah, I was thinking about Hush Puppies for a minute. Oh, God, I fucking love Hush Puppies so much. They are pretty good. When I was in Philly, I went to the place that had, like, um, it was, like, Cajun Hush Puppies. Oh, I can get down on that. They were so good. Or, no, it was, like, Mexican Street Mexican street Corn Hush Puppies. So, they had chunks of corn in the Hush Puppy with, like, cilantro. I was just going to say, we got some hush, hush Puppies in the freezer that had some corn in there. And it's really good. It's like little pops of, of like mm. natural sweetness. Oh, well, I know what we're doing after this. We're firing up the oven, getting some of them hush puppies rolling, and we're going to the dunking booth. <laughs> Bring your gravy. Bring your gravy. Byog. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, speaking of dunking booth, you know who got dunked on pretty hard? No. Tim Anderson. Yeah, he did. What a little bitch. He got decked in the face. Block. Block. <laughs> Knocked out on national television. <laughs> night, night. Night, he went night, night hard. Not only did he go night, night, his career also went night, night. Yeah, that's not good for him. And he, he also, even worse, like when he got helped off the field, it was just like a bitter walk of shame and just stumbling. <laughs> yeah, it was some hard jello knee wobbling. Yeah, it was uh, It was not uh, a good watch. No. It was it, very uncomfortable. It was like a drunken fall mixed with a concussion legs. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, I'll go back out there. I can get... It was just like kind of like stumbling around. <laughs> it, it was not a good look. Yeah, he's like, my, my knees aren't wet noodles. It's mm. <laughs> like, it just... And, and the fact that those two have been jawing forever and i think it was i think it was tim knowing that his contract's coming to an end this season with the white Sox. he was just like fuck it i'm gonna start shit finally yeah you can tell like it didn't just like that was uh a lot of things were leading up to that moment yes. obviously you're watching i was like okay this is crazy if it just was from that moment but then uh -huh. he squared up first and man, he got knocked like right in the like oh. tip of the ear on the back. It was this, the 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 UFC side swinging. Yeah, it was just like all palms. So he got a real meaty jaw job. Yeah, he got that jaw button, man, and man, just lights out. <laughs> Hit the button. It's just not ding ding ding. You're toast, mm. dude. It's so funny that he so Jose Ramirez is getting three games mm. and Tim's getting six, which shows you in Major League Baseball if you lose. You also lose more games. Dude, that sucks. Like, he got knocked out, and then he wakes up and finds out he got twice the amount of suspension time. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to appeal this. It's like, dude, you're going to get all the time when you throw your glove down and fist a cuffs up. Yeah, you're not seeing double right now. You got twice the amount of time. <laughs> when do they start putting eight bases out here? <laughs> Man, that was brutal. That was like a really graphic. That was one of those things like, I'm not sure if they're going to show this. Oh, yeah. You know, or like without like a warning. Fair child Ugh, in the parker. So crazy. <laughs> Dude, my video I made for TikTok with the fight got banned. Like, I got taken down. Community guidelines. For violence? For violence. I'm like, it wasn't violence. It was just one dude seeing his career flash before his eyes. I mean, yeah, his career did end right there. <laughs> it was right there. Well, somebody messaged me. They're like, man, this is it's crazy. I was like, well... And he said, it's crazy. His career's for sure over. I was like, yeah, well, it looks like he's playing with Bauer in Japan next year. <laughs> <laughs> Those two, he's like, yeah, one, uh, one, <laughs> one's known for punching, one's known for being punched. Oh, that's nice to make a, a nice duo there. Mm -hmm. Very strong work. Mm -hmm. Strong work, Mike. So Strong work. Weak jaws. Weak jaws. So, yeah, man, that was, uh, that was so goddamn funny. And... I, so things that, like that was pretty unbelievable to see, but then what's also unbelievable is that, you know, the O's announcer goes on, gets in the booth, talks about how bad the Orioles were from mm. 2017 to 2022 in Tampa Bay, and then the owner was just like, you know what? You're 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 suspended indefinitely. That's crazy. Like when I saw uh, that clip, I thought it was going to be like uh, a Thom Brenneman moment like that's why I, I was like oh he, he did something wild and i'm listening to it, it was like okay this guy sounds pretty nice i wonder if he had like a you know a really serious slip up here then you're like oh no no he was just being you know it wasn't being necessarily critical he was just stating like all of these facts about how this is a troublesome park for them yeah 
And then someone got seriously offended by that. And again, yeah. dude, that was so unnecessary. Extremely unnecessary. Like, I looked at that haircut, and I was like, January 6th? What do we got here? <laughs> Is he saying that we're st- we got to stop the vote because they're in first place? <laughs> yeah. And that all the games need to be canceled? And it was just like, no, they were just so bad. <laughs> he stormed the Washington Nationals. <laughs> Trop the vote. There we go. Yeah, there it is. Trop the vote. Um, yeah, I, it, what was so nice to see was like every other commentator coming to his defense. Yeah, that was pretty good. That's uh, one of the positive things in this age of quick, uh, you know, uh, judgments and things like that, that someone can come to your defense. That's like the worst person. Like, you know, it's, it's awful, all these terrible accusations that go around, you know, <laughs> yeah. unnecessary. No, but like with his, it was... Watching that, I was like, that was great to see like other people in his profession like come out and say this is this is nonsense. Yeah, who was it? Rich Eisen was like, he said today, he was like, there was a graphic. That means there was time for things to be prepped. There was like an hour for him to be like, all right, this is going in the pregame. You have to say this. So which means the, it went from the PR team to the TV team to a producer, graphics folks, and then got to him. Yeah. yeah, so it w- went through a lot of hands and eyes for people to say this is fine, so it wasn't just him. Yeah, exactly. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. It was so silly. But luckily that guy's going to be back working on Friday against the the Mariners. And I hope the first thing he does when he gets back is like, this has been a house of horrors for the Orioles <laughs> from 2017 to 2022. <laughs> Look how bad we were here. And it just gets fired again. <laughs> he wears like one of those bags over his head. Yeah. <laughs> Or he goes on and goes complete opposite and says something extremely racist. <laughs> or, yeah, he just talks about just, just very bland, very, it was like, lovely weather we have here that is uh, a strike. <laughs> he starts feeding misinformation. The Orioles win every game when he's calling it. But then they're like, dude, Kevin, we lost 7-1. to one. He's like, no, we won 12 nothing. It becomes like state television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Orioles Sports Network will only display wins. How come all the R's are backwards? <laughs> Wait, is that O is Z? Those are two Z's? <laughs> oh, it's sideways. That's a swastika. Oh, mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. This fucking Angelo thought he was Mussolini out there. Yeah, that was absolute nonsense. It was hilarious. It was so funny. Almost funny as the Reds doing absolutely nothing at the Reds trade deadline. Uh, yeah, that was unfortunate. Uh, they didn't get the uh, one lefty bullpen arm, but yeah, I was really surprised. I I really thought they're gonna be getting at least uh, another arm, like in the starting rotation, to you know maybe cancel out somebody. I don't know who. Maybe that just lost uh, another one tonight. Hmm. Granted, it wasn't. Uh, it, was, it was definitely a better outing. But Luke Weaver, I thought that'd have been a great guy to. Uh, you know, trade or do something with. Yeah, or just let him walk into the river. Yeah, that would be good too. That'd be fine. Yeah, here's and like Ben Lively. I he's been solid. He's come back strong. But mm-hmm. we only need to remember that we found him on the street. Yeah, he was playing in a much different organization, and I think it'd be a great dude if we kept him like in the bullpen or something. He's good at like slowing the game down, but there's right. definitely a lot of players that I thought were going to be, you know, packaged away for something. Stuart Fairchild, uh, Newman, even uh, Nick Senzel, I thought was a, yeah. a, a potential something we could do to get uh, another arm. And there were plenty of other second, third tier prospects that you could have packaged mm. and taken care of some things. So like looking at the trades, look, we were talking about Upton's titties. They're pretty cool. They would have been nice to be here. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, August, no roof. It's going to be humid. What did I say? Double D's win championships. That's true. <laughs> oh, and they would have, you know, and that now now Houston's going to win it all. That's true. So that's going to happen because she's going to have her big swink, swinky knocks. <laughs> big swinky knocks. No, big stinky knocks from all the sweat. Goddamn Minute made with that roof. <sighs> stinky knockers. Okay. God. Imagine like that could be another never mind. I'm just ah, what a bummer. The point being I, The point is... being here is that the 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 Houston Astros gave up two of their top prospects, and one of them, was Drew Gilbert, was their top prospect. Uh, Drew Gilbert was also a top 50 guy. 
But the kickback is the Mets were picking up most of the tab. Mm -hmm. So basically, they just bought two prospects. And then what the Mets did at the deadline was so genius was, hey, we have money, so we're just going to throw it at these guys. You can have them, but we want that prospect, that prospect, that prospect, and completely change their farm system, which when your only asset is money mm -hmm. and you need to rebuild your farm system, that's how you do it. Yeah, that's a pretty uh, good move. It was a good move. But like Verlander was never in play. No, it would have been nice. It was fun uh, thinking on it, but uh, we would have had to have given up like way too much, uh, much more than we could uh, afford. We're we're willing to give up. Yeah, and that would have included like you know if this trade were made at the beginning of the year, which that would have been inevitable, looking at how the Mets treated the offseason, That would have included giving up like Matt McClain and Ellie De La Cruz. Yeah, which is a no go. That's a that's a hard no. Um, Mikey Biceps, Michael Lorenzen went for How You Lee. Mm -hmm. How You Lee that on the table. How's he not in the Reds uniform? How yeah, is that? I'm not sure. And it's, see, we we're talking before uh, you know, the pod about like what was the the math that they came up with? Because you're figuring uh, they got Lodolo and Hunter Green coming back healthy late August, yep. but they still need to get brought up to major league speed. And like you were saying, these aren't seasoned vets at all. So like. Yeah, we're getting guys back, but it's at the tail end of the year. Yeah. How many games, you know, in it do we have to be? And, like, with the wild card being what it is, that's too dicey to bet on. So, I agree. Like, it, it just seems weird that they decide to, like, kind of roll the dice. Yeah, I agree with you. And considering when you look at the math that you're talking about, Michael, Michael Lorenzen went for uh, How You Lee. And he was the, according to Fangraphs, the 17th best prospect traded at the deadline. And this was a this was a deadline where there were a couple big boys that moved, mm -hmm. but nothing crazy. And this is a middle of the road. This is this guy was the Philly's sixth best prospect, and no and no one's out there being like, man, the Philly's top top five, top ten farm system. No, they're like middle of the road too. When you look at it, a good comp would have been if they would have traded Victor Acosta mm -hmm. for uh, How You Lee. Like, sure, these are guys who are in A, high A, mm -hmm. you would have swapped for, and potentially could be up in the big leagues in five years. They're saying How You Lee would be a role player. They're not even saying a guy who's in your everyday starting nine. It could be, a, at best, a platoon dude. Yeah. And Victor Acosta, five years for him to be up here. And you got him in the Brendan Drury deal. And you flipped Brendan Drury, who was on the vet minimum, for this guy. And you used this guy to flip again to get something consistent. Michael Lorenzen's first start, he went out through eight innings of no-run baseball. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about even having a guy that could consistently give you five. Yeah. So, yeah, having that, that seemed like a, a no-brainer. Uh, and when you're talking about having these prospects, that's something you typically aren't going to, like, feel the effects of until later. So you make peace with it right away if you see, like, the immediate uh, gains that you get. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, we get, like, a proven arm. We get a proven bat. Okay, we're, we're in it. We I can see the, the additions being made. Agreed. And, like... Uh, I'm pretty sure that this organization already has 19 million other fucking shortstop prospects. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the, if, if the Phillies would have wanted him. I'm, not, I'm just throwing that as a comp. Or if, if the, if, if the uh, sorry, if the Tigers would have wanted them, wanted that. That's just a comp. Mm. But at this point, I think they would take any athlete that would help build their farm system too. Because a lot of their dudes in their farm system that the top graduated... And they're not doing great. So, I don't know, man. It's just looking at that and being like, that's all that that cost sucks. Or there's another possibility where the Tigers went in asking for more, knowing our mm -hmm. farm system's better. Mm -hmm. And that was the last deal on the table. Um, or maybe mm -hmm. Mikey didn't want to come here, didn't want to come back here. And he was like, can you do me a favor? I really don't want to go back. Yeah, that's uh, definitely a possibility. But yeah, it, it is upsetting that uh, we didn't solve the issue of bridging the gap at least until we get back uh, two of our you know top starters, and, or at least yeah. even solve a situation of having you know someone up in the rotation right now that we could definitely you know yeah. improve. Yeah, and like the thing with like even with like why I kind of thought about 
Mikey biceps blocking him. Not, even, not that he had the ability, but do it in a solid, like, eh, maybe I don't want to go back here, is that Eduardo Rodriguez already fucked him and said, hey, Detroit, I'm not going to L.A. They're on my list. I'm not leaving. Mm. Which is total right, but he said he wanted to stay close and be closer to family. He most likely will opt out at the end of this year. He did have a little bit of a family emergency type thing where he was out for a minute. Mm. Um, heart condition in 2020. He's really gone through the ringer. Like, I get it. But I wonder what that conversation was to even see what that would cost the Reds because that Detroit to Cincy is only fucking five hours. Yeah. Hour flight. Yeah, that's within You're so vicinity. Close. You're close yeah, to family. Absolutely, yeah. So, but I have a th I, I I think that they'll make a move in the offseason, get a young controllable arm, or offset it by going out and signing a free agent starting pitcher. Um, but I have a theory. What's that theory, dog? So we saw this in 21 when the Reds were close. Mm -hmm. And they gave up very, very little to get Michael Givens and Luis Sessa. Oh, and it was basically also a part of a salary dump where they get sent over Justin Williams, Justin Wilson as well. But I don't think that Crawl makes these moves at these deadlines from what we've seen from 21 when they were in it and this year because mm. he just loves his prospects too much. Yeah, that could be a situation. I, I, I can see that where someone is like put so much time and effort into analyzing all these players and you want to you have a personal stake invested into seeing how your investments and ultimately your intellect plays out yeah well i mean also not just like not just because of all that but mm -hmm. you said like i agree but it's because he came from scouting and development so he has yeah. even more of an attachment he was there for 20 plus years mm -hmm. so he's like he's like this i am i'm betting on myself so much that why have a no-needed commodity right now when I know these guys are going to be good and consistently good down the line because I found them, I know what I'm doing, fuck you, you can't have them. And it could ultimately be the right decision. The Reds could end up winning the division. Don't know. Uh, we've still got a handful of games to play. It's uh, yeah, Not if they play like this. Yeah, it's looking kind of hairy at the moment. They're playing a different brand of baseball that we're not familiar with seeing, although past two games it kind of – you know, stepping back into familiar, you know, marching pace, but yeah, but who who knows if that was the right decision or not to just get one, you know, bullpen arm. Sure, and it's and again too, when we look at all of this, and we look at it in small sample theater, the big thing is is that it's just one one stretch of not great baseball. Yeah, it's the Reds have. Lost this many in a row before. Mm -hmm. The Reds have also won 13 in a row before. Mm -hmm. So this is a part of the ebbs and flows of having mm -hmm. a young ball club and it being in the dog days of August. Yeah, uh, the Reds were coming out playing. It seemed like they were trying to play outside themselves a bit. It seemed like players were trying to hit the long ball. <clears throat> it seemed like pitchers were trying to like really go deep, which it's nice seeing... Uh, that intuition to want to do more, but not playing the way that in a fashion that got them to the point where they're leading the division. Right. <clears throat> right. Absolutely. It's it. it they'll, they'll get there. They'll get, they, 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 they'll get back there because of what I'm, what we're going to talk about at the end. That's, mm. that's my faith here. Oh man. I've been on my butt all day. Cause I've been in the office all day. So now, yeah. oh man. A little so, nummy. Little num nums. Num little num, num, num nums. Yeah. And like you could put Justin Verlander. If we would have got Justin Verlander, put him in one of those six starts. I mean, I'm not sure which one he could put him in. The Ben Lively one. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one. The yeah, Ben yeah, Lively yeah. one. The one where he gave up 13 runs. True. For sure. That one. Yeah. But uh, th there was more than just the pitching that went wrong in that stretch of, of six losses. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And looking at it, we won the first one against the Cubs, and then we essentially got swept after that. So mm -hmm. I can't go on San Ranto and talk shit anymore mm. because at that point it just fuels the Cubs. And I felt good <clears throat> going into that, and i arrogant and ready yeah. to just lay hog. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking... 
God, no, I got to feel the heat of a thousand suns when I went on. Oh, yeah, you got to shrivel that little piggy back up. Dude, they didn't let me talk. That's how much, <laughs> that's how bad it was. Like, they would ask me a question, and then one of them would pop in and be just like, and fuck you! <laughs> okay, that's fair. Oh, um, but but to start off, Ben Lively was fucking bad. Like, he was bad. Yeah, I, this is one of the games I didn't get to see, but I was keeping up with it on my phone. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll let you know. You didn't need to watch it. No. 13 runs against your team. Pretty deflating, but you forget about it. <laughs> you move on. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of tough when then the next day they score more runs. Um, like, <laughs> that is just uncanny to say, have God. that happen. That is. Ugh. So, Ben Lively, first pitcher since 1913. To allow 13 runs, 13 hits, and four home runs in the start. Okay, here's the thing. I think now, after seeing these historic stats, and we're used to this with the Reds, mm -hmm. if there's any type of stat, like, from this, from, like, 1915 back, we should just say it's the first time it happened. Because mm. at this point, if women can't vote, it <laughs> yeah. shouldn't be a, a statistic. Yeah, dead ball era or... Uh... What am I trying to think of? Uh, sad, not, Women's uh, suffrage? Suffrage. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, now, you know, in the year 2023, us men are really suffraging, you know? I know. It's getting really hard to be me. I'm getting afraid to say stuff. <laughs> I'm getting afraid. I can't just let my thoughts fly. I have to be considerate of other people. I'm persecuted, y'all. I'm pretty. I can't just get up and start, like, punching people when I just storm out of my boat, you know? <laughs> you know. Oh, hey. you're trying to park your boat here? All right. Well, I'm going to start swinging on you. <laughs> hey, you try that in a small town. How about that, huh? Huh? Oh, no, you arrested me and my feet are coming out my Crocs. <laughs> my Crocs? <laughs> what did, I didn't even... I saw that that was happening. I saw that it happened. What, did someone say a slur and then, like... I have no... It just looked like white trash people that saw a guy who was uh, a black dude that was working for, like, I guess, like, the ferry or boat company. Sure. I was like, hey, you're parking, like, in the space that we park. We got it. And then, like... This dude who looked like maybe a, an entitled white kid comes out yeah. and just starts swinging. Oh! Yeah, and it was crazy. And the dude, the black dude, throws up his ball cap. And, the, like, a fight just starts ensuing. <laughs> and, and, like, the white, like, uh, crew comes out of the boat. Yeah. Completely in the wrong. And just starts just, like, beating this fucking dude that's, like, in his 50s. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like a, like, a bunch of, like, people just come out to support, like, the dude that's getting yeah. beat up. And it, it was just, like, a melee that started happening. I, I it saw, was wild. I saw the meme where it was the Avengers ring. Yeah. The, the, the folks coming through. I was like, this is oh, great. Oh, it turned on them so fast. Oh. It was great. So, I guess those... The family that was arrested they own like a uh, like a market and they're all fucked like people blasted like don't oh, go here anymore and people awesome. are like you got it <laughs> not a problem not a problem we'll go to aldi <laughs> yeah it's easy uh so we're, what we're saying is is what ben lively did on the mound was very similar to what happened to that family they got their shit pushed in <laughs> yeah they did <laughs> hard like hard <laughs> so wet and salty and so ben lively's now back on the injured list with his right peck all fucked up again do i believe that it's his peck or do I believe that it's a Phantom IL where it's like, man, we're really going to need you to take a start off? Yeah, it's a bruised ego. Because you threw your arm out. Yeah, it, it was uh, piss poor. And, and, and then you followed it up with Brandon Williamson the next day. And again, I do not blame him for that start. There's mm -hmm. a lot of Ks. But when to start that game... He was looking like he did on Monday night. He was dotting top part of the zone, mm -hmm. working vertically, and like just dropping that curveball slider change up low, raising the fastball up, and that is his game. Mm. And that got taken away from a very bad strike zone. Yeah. And he had to start working horizontally. He had to start working his cutter and fastballs inside, outside, and that's not his strength. He can do it. But this is what happens. Four and a third, four hits, five earned runs, two walks, seven Ks. Seven Ks, not bad. He's been finding himself more, but uh, it just wasn't happening in this game. 
No, it, it wasn't. And, and that that's where I blame that. So as soon as you have to adjust your game plan on the fly, because the ump sucks dick, and you're a young guy who's starting to feel it. Yeah. That's what happens. Did you see uh, Aaron Boone do that? Uh, oh. That was great. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was terrific. Oh, it was so good. Man, I want to see David Bell do something like that. Just really stick up. Just let the other ums know. It's like, hey, we're watching you guys. You guys are just doing terrible. Like, oh, we did that Wednesday. He, what did he do? Bell went ballistic. I didn't really get to see that. Oh, my God. Dude, Wednesday, the last game, he is just in that motherfucker's, or Friday, Thursday, just in that motherfucker's face, screaming, pointing fingers, no, saying, this, your zone's fucked us all week. You fucked us all week. Nice. Your whole team's fucked us all week. And, uh, and he was like, you're done. And he was just like pointing at the home plate and doing all this. It was I awesome. I did see that. It was great. Love it. It was beautiful. So, I mean, David Bell was right by going out. But he wasn't right in that moment because those were balls when he came out to argue. But it was like, I think it was just built up from being like yeah. cuckolded from the strike zone all oh, week. Yeah. So, it, and, uh, and then you had Luke Weaver, and Luke Weaver did what Luke Weaver does. Um, especially, well, except for tonight. I write this and talk so much shit. <laughs> I talk so much shit that he goes out and isn't like dog shit. Um, yeah. He had, you know, three innings pitched, four earned runs, four hits, four walks, five Ks. Throughout those Ks, four walks is silly with four earned runs. So, one thing I was thinking about, I want to ask you, you watch some of these. Mm -hmm. Do you think, with how rattled these boys were, could you accredit that to a full Wrigley? Just a ruckus, rocking... <sighs> crazy environment i can't say no because to some degree even if like you, you got ice in your veins you at least recognize uh the intensity of the crowd some people feed off that and uh, there was a lot more going wrong for the reds both at wrigley and, and at home clearly you know uh but yeah to some degree not a lot but a little bit yeah i mean they went to chavez ravine and took two out of three Mm -hmm. And then they went to, you know, the not-so-friendly cunt finds mm -hmm. and got smoked. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I, I do think, though, like, they did get in their head a little bit with the two errors from Kevin Newman. Yeah, I was just going to say, there was also uh, Fairchild was out there. That's when he had that ball. Like, there was also some players that were really playing, uh, you know, for some pride there with Fairchild getting called back up and then Senzel getting a start. At third, shortly after an article came out about him wanting more playing time and feeling deserved, you know, of it, and then he what boots three balls in a row. But that, yeah, there was so much stuff. It's like you know, I did watch most of that game, and it was just I. It was like a little league game. It was mm -hmm. unlike anything I'd seen from them. And so then Votto even had that play at first where it was extremely uncharacteristic of him. It was just, and I think that's when it like when the when the. When the when it stopped when it started at the top of the mountain and the snowball was going, it expanded and the crowd got even more into it. And I think that's where they kind of got in their their head and was just like, yeah, it became Fuck embarrassing. You. Oh. I'm sure they're just like, this sucks. This sucks, dick. And then yeah, that I'm sure that's what was going through like Vado's head. It's like this sucks, and they got a ball hit to him. Like oh fuck. Oh shit. Yeah. And it just was. It was just bad, 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 bad. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Sorry, I'm looking at this stream here. How are we looking? It looks a little choppy, but I think we'll be okay. It'll iron itself out there. See, look here. Ready? Oh, wave. Ah, it's just rendering. We'll be yeah. okay. And if it sucks, it sucks. We upload it, and then yeah. we'll go from there. We're learning. We're still. figuring some, uh, out some new technology over here, We're you guys. doing it. We're doing it. So We have a crew of 17 people uh, <laughs> behind you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing it. Yeah, um, yeah. The lighting, it's good? Lighting's good? Good. Okay, good. All right. Cool. Terry, yeah. sound. Good. Okay. Um, but then it just sucks. It's like, oh, we're finally home. You get to come back home, <laughs> play the Nats, and they push your shit in. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it was just such a such a bummer. And they're playing like a baseball. Like we're, you know, they aren't. They weren't just hitting singles. Everyone kept trying to hit the long ball. And so that too. Do you think the Great American Ballpark, the home field, played an additional disadvantage to the Reds 
mentally, but in reverse angle. Yeah. Where they're just like, oh, God, I really got to be the hero here. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that could happen. And they were really... But that was... That's the whole thing with this ball club is that... Like, there was this streak where they had a home run in, like, 17 straight games or whatever. Mm. But they were, they've were they never been this club where it's like, we're going to overpower you by putting it in the river. Mm. It's by getting on base, running out, make, stealing bases. Putting pressure on the defense to make plays. And that mm. was just totally absent from that, that series, that stretch of six losses. Yeah. And uh, what's the stat? Uh, Ellie hasn't stolen a base since... July 20th? That's insane. Yeah. What's Well, he's not getting a base uh, as much. Right. And uh, he's not stealing at opportune times. No. But I did watch him go first to home yesterday. That was pretty cool. That was sick. Where I was like, all right, the gazelle is back. Yeah. And so, no, I didn't I didn't even think about that. I haven't looked. Like, I, I you know, I've... I didn't even acknowledge it because I'm just so used to seeing him swing and miss. It's shit low. He's mm. getting on maybe once or twice a game. Yeah, uh, that was something else uh, we were talking about. Is you know getting set up here uh, about the lineup with Ellie. I know we're kind of jumping that's fine, a bit, but uh, having him lead off—that is—I just don't understand why that's still happening. Do you do you feel comfortable having uh, Cruz at the top of the lineup? I mean, it's here's the thing: if you're gonna, ha- you have to have him there. It's the same thing with with what they did with India in twenty one. It was young guy. You're going to be seeing. They think you're to start off. You're going to be seeing fastballs. Mm. They're putting him in that position, thinking they're not going to come out here and immediately throw four junk pitches. Mm. They're not going to start the game by throwing three sliders and a changeup. They are going to have to throw a fastball because it's early. You're setting it, and they're thinking that he's yeah. going to be able to hop on that. Clearly, that's not happening. Right. It's not. So it's better than having him in the four hole. You either have to have it with it when it, you could have him in the one, still the two or three. You need to have him in that top three, and maybe even two, just to have him on because of his speed. I can see him being in the two hole, making a strong argument for that to get him, you know, uh, the plate appearances. <clears throat> I mean, ultimately, I disagree with why they ever moved Indiana out of the leadoff to begin with, and I think they should have started De La Cruz in like the six hole when they first moved him up, when they waited so long incrementally to build him up, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, you're the, you're the star, you're you're yeah. the big bopper." Um, but yeah, having him be the guy at such a low on base percentage at this point, at least throughout the, the stretch after uh, the All Star break. I just don't see it. it. It hasn't been successful. No. No, you're right. It, it really hasn't. And we'll dig into that. Like, well, here, I'll pull it up right now. I mean, last week, you look at Ellie. Um, he had two home runs last week. He's hit safely in the nine out of his last 12 games. But if you break it down, this does not include tonight's game. Um, he is... Oh, my God. He has... Where'd it go? How many hits does he have? Okay. It is right here. He has five hits in 27 plate appearances. And is it... Over starting from last Monday. And is this... uh, To yesterday. 40% K rate? Yeah. In that time? 40.7% K rate with a on-base percentage of 333. So he is at a walk percent walk rate at 14.8%. Yeah. That's not a not a healthy uh, the, on-base percentage. The 333 isn't complete dog shit, yeah. but it's not bad. Yeah. But oh, I'm sorry, I meant to say K rate. No, you're good. It does it really I mean, that K rate is abysmal. Mm. And like we've said, I mean, this is, what, his 63rd game of the year or some shit? Mm-hmm. And he's 21. We give him some credit. Oh, yeah, totally. But you're right. I mean, the, I, I think that him in the leadoff isn't exactly working out great. Yeah, this is mostly an indictment on David Bell. And I, I give him, you know, a lot of uh, buffer zones. I sure. think, you know, it's mostly in the hands of the players. But this is something that's within his control. I, I'm just yeah. always always uh, perplexed. It's him and Crawl. Mm. You know who I would put in the one? Who? TJ Friel. Yeah? After the week, he's finally back on it, dude. He had, mm-hmm. the, he had the triple on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got on once tonight. He was one for three, correct? Yes. Okay. I believe so. Over, not including tonight, 
Uh, TJ Friel, 318, 318, 318. Yeah, he makes way more sense than De La Cruz and a lot of the uh, other players. I think he's a great leadoff. Yep. Um, I've talked a lot about I think he makes a lot of sense in the leadoff or having the nine hole and having right. a player like uh, a Matt McClain start off so you can have that natural like mm-hmm. flip over because McClain, I think, skews towards more of a, Ma- a guy like a two or three hole. Match player. or two for sure. Match mm-hmm. or two. Over last week, 320, 346, 520, 126 weighted runs created plus. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's after last week. We're like batting three eighteen, batting three oh six. Like every week, it is he is above that three hundred mark. He's getting on. He's hitting homers. And like, yeah, he's got a homer over the past week too. Yeah, he took the day off yesterday. He needed a little break. Mm-hmm. He was starting to chase a little bit. It's like all right, when yeah. he chases just a little, you're like all right, you need to you go night night. Right. So, um, so yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on on putting him in that in that one. It's just tough. I mean, you can tell he's struggling because he fucking tried to bunt first AB just to get on. Yeah. And we've talked too. Like you said, uh, Will Benson could be a potential leadoff. He has tanked. Last week was rough. Mm. Will Benson, 143, 294, 214. He's really struggling. He's got a 52.9% K rate. That was la- over the last Oof. week. Yeah, I mean, I think he's got a little figured out where they were like, he really knows the zones. So you got to test the corners, make him chase a little bit low or a little bit high mm-hmm. and make it seem close. So I don't know how much that's going to change. I, I can't wait to see the adjustment he's going to make because I think he will. Mm-hmm. He's already done that and come back strong, and now he's just in a slump. He'll make another adjustment. It's just when is he going to do it? Yeah, maybe just some uh, growing pains for this young club. Of course. I mean, that's a lot of what this last week was, and it's just, you know, it's not like these are guys who are used to going out there and taking care of business and being like, this is the Nationals. we got to take two out of three or three out of three. Don't forget, they swept them in, f- in four fucking games at their spot this year. Yeah. I bet the Nationals went in like, dude, we're going to do this at your house now. They're still professional, competitive baseball players. Yeah, for sure. You can't sleep on uh, any team. So that might have been a bit, a little bit of a, of a, a little bit of a, a kick in the butt for him. So like, I, I don't know it. Hmm. It's just tough. Like, it's just, it's just tough because it's the time of year, and it all coinciding with the trade deadline and doing nothing, and then going on the skid. After that, and, and going back and thinking, like, they could have fucking fixed that. You could have done that. You could have done that. You could have done that. And we'll never know. And if we lose out on going to the playoffs or if this division by less than two and a half games, I'm going to come back and look at this and be like, you didn't do fucking shit, and this is why. Yeah. If it does come down to that, which, you know, it's going to be close. Uh, if we get in or if we don't, it's going to be decided by about two and a half games. Yeah. Wild card is extremely close. You, you've seen how the division's been playing out. Yeah. And you can go back and like, especially this week where we, we were just about to get into it. Like, dude, fucking Graham Ashcraft had a great outing against him on Friday. They left him in too long. Mm-hmm. Because they did had to rest their bullpen after getting shellacked in Chicago. And having to use all of those arms and not having an off day where it's like, you got if you can give us this, give us this. And he was giving it to him. And as soon as the seventh inning ended, I went, pull this man. Yeah. Razor's edge. I mean, it's what those these wins and losses are decided by. If he would have been taken. I mean, he was, what, one pitch away? He had two outs into the eighth? Yeah. Walked him. And then, mm-hmm. and then just got – and then – and then got was Lane Thomas, who is a good baseball player on a very bad baseball team, put one in the left field bleep seats, and I was just like, motherfucker. Yeah, we saw it happen again tonight. Uh, you know, with Sims, but in a different respect. Uh, just one pitch. Yep. Weird. A high leverage reliever. It's not like those were available on the market. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was just two things. So we said three things. Lefty reliever. We did that. Check. Check. Another quality starting pitcher or someone who could also go into the bullpen. We didn't fucking do that. Mm-mm. You could have solved, you could have killed two birds with one stone with massive packs. 
Yeah. And Michael Biceps. <laughs> it's just so infuriating. Um, and then you follow it up because Abbott, Abbott's arm, he has not pitched this many innings at any level of baseball. No, uh, that's something, too, that uh, we're seeing play out now. Uh, these pitchers, these young players, getting past the threshold that they've never gone past before. Yeah. And you know what happens? Here's what happens. Five and two-thirds, six earned runs, nine hits, five walks, three Ks against the fucking Washington Nationals, where you could have traded for Mikey Biceps and created a six-man rotation so that he could get a little bit of a break mm -hmm. and be like, man, you know what? Maybe we don't need to put all these innings onto your arm. Yeah. And instead, you might have to be like, have him on an innings limit and shut him down when you're in the thick of it and be like, well, we're out our lefty because, you know, innings limit and young kids in the future and been like, motherfucker, you could have fixed this. Yeah, and also the present looks pretty good right now. God. Present looks great, and the next five years looks great. Yeah. If, uh, if Victor Acosta comes up and he is the next Ellie De La Cruz, I will take my left nut off live on this show. Okay. Deal. In the next five years. If not, I get to keep my left nut. <laughs> That's it. That's bullshit. Okay, there's got to be something else because we got to get that nut dog. <laughs> You want the right one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Michael Ciani contributes okay. and we could have used that guy to get a reliever, you can have my right nut. All right. Fine. You heard it, folks. God We're damn. getting a nut. It's infuriating because then it rolls right into Lion Richardson, a guy who never pitched, who hasn't pitched more than three innings in double A AA or triple A, gets fucking smoked. Like, it almost seems like they wrote this out like, okay, now let's make us look like complete morons. Yeah. <laughs> It just was, it was terrible. It was just like, it seemed like they were tanking almost. Yeah. Uh, was... You know what didn't make sense to me too? So what? Lion comes up, look, good kid, whatever. He, he's not a guy that you're just like, he's a cornerstone of the franchise or someone that's truly going to fix your rotation. Mm -hmm. Who is someone we have talked about who has been pitching really well in double A and triple A? Why wasn't Connor Phillips called up? Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe they have him like on a tight program where they're like, we're not going to deviate from the path here. But uh, yeah, that seems like it just seems like okay. Why is this person leapfrogging yeah. what, what clearly should be you know the train of commands? Oh, it's or, fucking stupid. Right? There's like that thing they did with Levi Stout where they brought him up against the Rays and he got murdered. Mm -hmm. And we were like, but what about Andrew Abbott? They're like, yeah, yeah we gotta wait. Yeah, but wasn't he fun? Wasn't he great? Congratulations. Yeah. He's got a family. He's got he's got a family. <laughs> you go out and and Connor Phillips in the month of July pitched 21 innings. He gave up and he had a, a 219 average against him. 12 walks, 27 strikeouts, and already in August, two walks, four Ks, five innings pitched, three hits, no earned runs. Mm -hmm. But yet we're gonna bring up Lion Richardson. Or Go out and get another fucking arm. Ah, sorry, yeah. I'm just so it's just so infuriating. It seems like a puzzle. Like I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, okay, what's the angle they're going at here? It's just like, do they really are they waiting for like a, a late push, like with when we get healthy enough? Or is do they got something else, you know, lying, you know, that, that we just don't know about? I have no idea. Sure. Why? Let's get ahead of ourselves then. Uh oh yeah, Brandon Williamson pitched great. He got to. He pitched great. I think I already covered that on Monday. He pitched awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, Luke Weaver tonight, four and a third, five hits, one earned run, one walk, six Ks. Congratulations. That's like him throwing a fucking perfect game. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay. Um, bullpen wasn't great. We don't need to talk about it. It was. Well, they were fine. Alexis Diaz blew one against the Nats um, because his arm is starting to get tired. He's never pitched this much. Um, but he came back out for the next inning, right? He came back out for two? Yeah, again. <clears throat> I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. It's like the same thing I've been saying since 2019. When fucking Bell got here, he's doing it to Rizel. What he did to Rizel, he's doing it to Alexis. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. With who's coming back, Casey Ligma-Nuts came mm. back and they sent him back to AAA. Hunter Green might be coming back August 20th. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great. We would really like to have him back. Then you have him as your one. 
That's fantastic. He was pitching really, really well mm-hmm. until this hip injury. But that isn't like, is he going to be back to that guy he was before he was hurt? It's not guaranteed. Not it might take him a start or two. Right. And when you're looking at August 20th, that's four starts? Yeah. Four, four five? Yeah, it's not like if this was happening like in the middle of the season, I could understand like wanting to wait and see how things pan out. But like mm-hmm. your your back is up against the wall. You can count like you know yeah. the games you got. Uh, so yeah, uh, hopefully he comes back to the same form he was before he went on the IL. Right, and then right after that is Nick Lodolo, mm-hmm. who they're saying the very end of August, which means August thirtieth, so ten days later. Is he going to be that same guy that we saw in those first three starts? How? That seems so improbable. Correct, because it was the beginning of May. Yeah. Where are we? Almost, we're talking the end of August. Mm -hmm. That's, you you can't, and you'll have him back for three or four more starts. Like, how, how, how does this, like, make sense to say... We're, we're going to buy at the deadline. We're going to be in it. And then not, and then just be like, well, we. it's like we're making a trade. We have these kids coming back. Yeah, exactly. Like, how many starts does he have as a red that you feel confident enough that I know his resume is solid enough to where, like, I'm not worried that he's going to, you know, be at the top of his game when he comes back, at, at the height of where he should be for the season. Right. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't feel comfortable with it. And that's not uh, an indictment on Lodolo. We've, uh, he's a great pitcher, but he's still so young and coming back from an injury where you've just been out for so long. Yeah. It, that's, it takes time. Yeah. And look, we're, and I'm, yeah, I'm with you on Lodolo. I'm with you on Hunter Green. Like, I have the, all, the utmost faith in these dudes to be the one, two for years to come. Mm-hmm. I'm all about the future. I'm all for it. But you don't know what else could happen. These guys could get hurt again next year. Yeah. And put you even more in an even worse situation if you don't do anything in the offseason like you did, like you didn't do really shit at the deadline. Yeah, I, I love the talent that we have, but it seems like in terms of the starting pitching category, it, it's a skeleton crew. If something happens, Things could just fall out from underneath you. Are, are you yeah. just plan on giving up a lot of runs or having to keep sending people back and forth between Louisville and, and to wherever you're yeah. playing? Yeah, and that's how we get to Lion Richardson. True, yeah. For fuck's sake, I would have taken Rich Hill from the Buckos. Yeah. I, I, I don't... I don't I, I, it, it befuddles me. It's perplexing. It... And just, yeah, it, it, my thing is, is also it was just the messaging of saying that we we're going to be buyers, saying you're putting Indy on the market, like, is, it's like, don't get my hopes up. Sh- shut the fuck up. Don't say anything. I feel like we got cut. Got cut from the deadline. Mm-hmm. So, and also, when we're, you know, we're talking about another high leverage reliever. Coming back is TJ Antone. Yep. Um, and Vladimir Gutierrez. Uh, TJ had another really good outing in Louisville. One inning pitch, no earned runs, one hit, one K. Vladdy's in his two appearances so far, two innings pitch, two walks, two strikeouts. Two dudes with fresh arms. Mm-hmm. But again, TJ Antone's coming off like his, he's got like a baker's dozen Tommy John injuries. Yeah. Tommy John surgeries. It's no guarantee that he'll be able to make it past a couple starts without having something happening. We, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You know what is a known, a known commodity? Was that David Robertson was available from the Mets, and he went out and he saved the game against us tonight. Mm-hmm. That would have been... That's wild how that works out. It's crazy. It's like they did something. <laughs> we could have had Mikey Biceps doing push-ups after he gets a save or something. <laughs> Just reading the Bible to just its fans. <laughs> Turning it with his cross. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all protein shakes. So it's like a protein shot ski. <laughs> It'd be great. Uh, another guy, Justin Dunn, might be coming back too. They're saying he could be... He could... Um, he, uh, t- tomorrow, he's... Uh, he'll have his first live batting practice versus hitters and a rehab assignment the 19th. So basically, they're banking on everyone coming back and performing at the back of their baseball card. Mm-hmm. 
performing though, at your peak as soon as you come back off. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And then you have all of these guys coming back, and you're like, well, then what do you do? Who do you who do you work around too? Yeah. So it's been. Uh, Regularly performing at a major league level, or somebody that just got back from the IL and still a little shaky. Yeah, doesn't make a lick of sense. No. When you when you could have fucking made a move, uh, you you could have made a move and been like, "This is a known commodity. We'll cut down here. We'll cut down here." And I understand that these guys are all on the forty man, so they didn't really want to fuck around with and be like, "Well, he's already on the forty man. We don't have to really screw around with it." It's like. Gives you shit. Do you want to win or not? And if you're just going to be complacent with what you have, the fan base is going to know that and be like, we feel like we got fucked again. Yeah, I was um, confused by it. I really thought they were going to get a, a starting pitcher. So thank you for coming to my Ted Rage session. <laughs> that's all right. I think God. Uh, no, that, that, that's good to have because I feel like everyone was feeling that that was uh, waiting for you know a big trade or at least some sort of trade that made sense for the Reds. Anything. Aside from going to the mall. The sand mall. <laughs> that was fun for me. Oh, God. Um, so here's what you got coming up. Um, close out the Marlins Wednesday, 1235. This is something that's crazy to say. They have an off day. Yeah, a much needed one. Yeah. Clearly a need, much needed off day. Um, and then this weekend, you, you got the Pirates. And I'd like to say go go there and sweep them, but at this point, I don't know. Yeah, when we're looking uh, at the previous weeks leading up to to August, uh, I remember just you know looking at and doing the math with you and thinking like, oh my goodness, this is gonna be really great to like really gain some ground. And now we're now we're here and just getting a little bit apprehensive looking at a three game series against the Pirates. Yeah, and you're like, ugh, ugh. Yeah. And then you follow that up with home. Uh, then you have another off day on that Monday. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Two spot against the guards. Off day again that Thursday. Home for the Blue Jays. And then you go on a long road trip with three at the little brother of Los Angeles, the Angels, who we were thinking like, man, they're going to move Shohei. It's gonna, they're going to fucking tank. They'll be dog shit. Mm -hmm. Then they go out and they like, well, we want Lucas Giolito. We want CJ Crones. We want Randall Gritchick. We want Shohei batting with tears in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> we want to make a pretty boy cry. That was awesome. Oh, yeah, that was really sad. It's it's just to tank your organization, give the man some hope, and then be like, actually, <laughs> fuck you. That man is like, uh, everyone is just so envious of him, and he was just tearing up the reality of his situation. So funny. So now the Reds are two back. I don't know what the, car, what the Cubs are doing. Um, oh, the, the Cubs started at two and a half back. And the Reds have the last while. Oh, no. I think that means now the Marlins leapfrogged and have the last wild card spot. Isn't that insane? I think so. Let's take a look here. Go to that wild card. And the Cubs have it. And we're half a game up on the Marlins. Okay. Because the Cubs won. Mm -hmm. God damn it. And what are the Brewers doing? And the Brewers and the Rockies are tied. So... Into the ninth. Into the ninth. So, it's it's. I have um. So I have some hope, even though I was angry. This team can prove me wrong. I like for what has happened the past couple weeks to prove me wrong. For the past week, mm -hmm. I would very much like that. But who knows? Who knows? I have a lot of faith in this team. Uh, I, I love uh, this roster. I, I love uh, the Reds, but man, I, I am really. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm way more concerned now than I, when I was uh, a week or so ago. Extremely. But the good news is, India will be back soon. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I, could he potentially be the spark that uh, provides and uplifts the Reds, gets them back into like their you know kind of winning habits? And I would love to see him. Throw him back in leadoff when he comes off. Yeah. He comes back up off the IL. And then shift, cruise back one, and just 
Let it play out. I'm with you. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you, pal. Well, let's round turd and head for home. What do you got? Uh, I will be at Comedy Off Broadway in Lexington Friday and Saturday. Ooh. Four shows. Come out and see me. And then we got a show yeah, coming do. up on the 17th. Yeah, we do. Louisville. Oh! Where's that at? Gravely Brewing. That's right. That's going to be fun. Yachts Reds country. Come to that. Come on out to it, baby. It's going to be a fun one. It'll be great. I got I some uh, fun new jokes I want to tell you. I want to have a crowd out there. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's make <laughs> it happen. What do I have coming up? Um, the show with you. Nice. That's okay. all I have yeah. to look forward to. So thank you to Sports Drink for... Uh, and thank you to In The Clutch. Check out InTheClutch.com for all of your MLBPA t-shirt needs. Use the promo code Nasty Boys all caps for ten percent off. I dropped off the Matador shirts for the entire team. They all have that one. Alexis Diaz wanted it. I made it happen. Nice. So you can have the shirt that all the Reds have. Just type in the Matador. Bang right there. Nasty Boys ten percent off. And uh, thank you for hopping on. Hey, as always, you yeah. know, as always. And uh, thank you for watching. Thank you so much. And check in with us next week. And as always, go Red Legs. Go Red Legs.